Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Good morning, guys. Good, Good morning. morning. How's it going? Going pretty well. <sighs> Do you get sleep last night, Dustin? After after all that that went down, mm-hmm. hard to sleep on that. Hard to sleep on that. Hard to sleep on the Chiefs game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was at the rack on tours. Chris, you have a baby. I had a baby that a baby? I was taking care of, so I didn't do anything worthwhile in this world except hold my loving baby. Okay, that's about the equivalent of seeing Jack White perform. Oh, like, perfect! Like when your when your daughter was born, that beautiful magic moment where like life was created. It was equal to Jack White. Oh my God! Aww. Is he good? Is he good? He's, we'll we'll get into this because I got the chance to talk to him. We're gonna play the interview coming up at seven thirty and knocked Haley Williams off the list of the nicest what? person that I've ever met. Really? In the industry. Interesting. Huh. I mean, she's number two now because he is the coolest, the nicest guy. You never know. He's a legend. Right. He was literally talking about playing guitar with Jimmy Page while we were talking. I like, was trying to explain this to my family. I'm like, he's Jack White and my stepdad knows who he is, but my mom's like, uh, and I was like, mm, the white stripes. Rock on. I, I, yeah, once I played, she goes, he's got a lot of songs. And I said, he's huge. I know. I know. He's done so much stuff. Oh, that show was the best thing that I've ever seen. There were no phones either. That was a thing that was. Yeah, you'll have to tell us more about that. It, the, you have really weird urges, but we'll, again, we'll talk about yeah, that later. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about how on Instagram, I'm always afraid to put our stuff on the Buzz's Instagram. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. But I did a reprise version. <laughs> I remixed the rap that Dustin and I did yesterday, 99 Problems. Mahomes so ain't good. one. <sighs> Sorry. Oh. Uh, re- I, re- I remixed it and then put it on the Buzz's Instagram. We only got one mean comment. Only oh, one? Good, right? That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. I mean, that's. No, only I- there's dozens and dozens. Yeah. Listen to this. The show, our show, is awful. It's like listening to your grandmother's bridge club get excited over a new Joann's getting ready to open. Makes NPR seem wild. Oh! oh my God. Isn't that so nice? That's, That's like amazing. the nicest thing you could no, say. No, I think he's trying to be mean, but whatever. Jordan Silver and Friends, 69 on 96.5 The Buzz. So, what are the coolest things? About the entire the raconteur show last night at the Midland was that it was phones free. That's so different. I know that's a new thing. That's a new wave that all these bands are trying out, and I, I really enjoy the concept of it. Yeah, not a, I never saw a single person complaining, and there were parents that definitely had kids. <laughs> they probably felt like it was a nice break, right? But it kind of felt like all technology was missing from the show. Okay, uh, because. I mean, you had no idea what time it was. That was kind of weird because nobody has a watch. What's a watch? Yeah, nobody has a watch. Yeah, no one. Nobody. No one. You had to kind of like let your body know, tell you what time it was. And then um, they only had like four TVs on. Okay. That were playing the Chiefs game and they were all in the front bar. 
I was going to say, they don't have them in the actual venue, so if you want to go, you have to go out front. Yeah, you couldn't check the score on your phone. You couldn't do anything. We were in this, like, vortex, kind of. But, of course, the moment that I left, the first thing I did. Yeah. So, tell me about it, Sailor. Oh, my gosh. So, you and a lot of the Buzz family missed out. Um, Yeah, Mahomes is injured. That's the biggest update. We don't know anything besides the biggest update is that he dislocated his kneecap. Yeah, he dislocated his kneecap on a fourth and one. Now, given we we know that much, he's having. They waited till he came back today in Kansas City mm-hmm. to get the MRI done. So today we'll find out if any ligaments were damaged. Was if, he limping or anything? He when he when it happened, he laid there and you saw him take his helmet off and kind of put his hands on the side of his head. The whole I'm hurt and everyone kind of got quiet. Of course. He gets up, he's getting helped off the field, but then he kind of pushes the people off of him and starts walking on his own strength. And then he tells Andy Reid, I'll be fine, coach, on his way to the um, locker room. Immediately hop in x-ray, no fractures on the knee, just say it's dislocated, MRI be done today. When Uh, did this happen in the game? Second quarter. Oh, shoot. Yes. Yes. Big, big shoot. No. So who stepped in for him? Matt Moore. Okay. How'd that go? Obviously Uh, we won. Yeah. Oh. Um, Matt Moore, he's, he's you know, I don't want to knock him, but he's not, he's no Patrick Mahomes. He's the I mean, understudy. Right. He had, he, he was very uncomfortable. I mean, we made jokes at my house that he sat there for a second and goes, hey, has anyone seen my helmet? Does anyone, because when's the last time he's even needed it? Um, but defense stepped up big. Good. Nine sacks, which is a lot different than any other game we played this season. Yes. So a defensive touchdown. With nine sacks, most times Flacco's been sacked in his career. Mm-hmm. So if defense plays the way they're playing and Matt Moore can keep making some touchdown passes and Patrick Mahomes didn't injure any ligaments and will back in three weeks is what three week minimum basically is what they're Shut saying. Shut up. Yes. So he'll definitely not be playing the next game. Correct. And we don't have a bye week. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, no, we have the Packers next week. Oh. You know, I found, I got on the Buzz's Instagram to check out our video, and there were like 10 comments that the reason that Patrick Mahomes got hurt was because of our rap yesterday. Are you serious? I know, and now that's just putting into perspective a little bit more this superstitious thing. Oh my God, you know, it's, it's like, ridiculous. Maybe I can now go to the bathroom during the game. It's not something that like I did. <laughs> like Patrick Mahomes, he got, he got sacked, obviously. That's what happened. No. No. How did, he got- did he fall? No, no, no. Because like, I haven't watched the video because right, I refuse to watch the right. video. So, no, it was a bold Patrick Mahomes-esque move. Fourth and one within the 10 yards. So he's he's like, we're going to go for it. It's Patrick. Mm-hmm. And he just ran the ball himself. Didn't hand it off. Just a QB sneak. Ball snaps to him. He runs through the offensive line. And everything kind of collapses on top of him. <gasps> so when everything collapsed on top of him, his knee dislocated oh my god no yeah I, so I, him, I, being, him being his heroic self making a play and you know we don't know if Andy Reid made the play call because everyone's saying well you have a quarterback who has an injury into his ankle every week you decide on a fourth and one it's smart to make him run it whatever four days after he just played on Sunday yes that's what they do mm-hmm. that's Patrick Mahomes that's Patrick he's, gonna Mahomes. he's gonna tell Andy no I'll, I'll run it right so Okay, so that's how it happened. Oh my God! So, but but really, the way that some people view it is it's somehow without my phone, <laughs> somehow at a venue that I was watching a concert that became our fault. God damn it, Jordan! That's 
Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. So if you remember earlier this week, the front page of the Kansas City Star 100 years ago, there was that Society for the Suppression of Commercialized Vice, the moral police here yes, in Kansas yes, City. Yes, yes, yes. And they were like, this place in it's the immoral. West Bottoms is immoral. And then the police were like, no, it's not bitch. Yeah. It's bitches. <laughs> Well, there was some immoral activity going on. It just took the police four more days to find it. And it wasn't in the West Bottoms, but it wasn't too far from there. But we'll get to that when we do the front page of the Kansas City Star 100 years ago, coming up in a minute. You ready for some music history? Let's Let's kick it it off with that. On this day in 2011, a Birmingham County court declares four of the original members of UB40 bankrupt. Oh, sorry, UB40. It's like, instead of red, red wine, they... Have to have Fran, Franzia. Franzia. <laughs> yeah, this was after selling 70 plus million records. Same over thing happened to TLC. 30. I don't get it. Well, it's because they didn't get anything from the record company. Yeah. You think that there's that everybody right. makes so much money, but they really don't. No, in the fine print, the record company's like, we get all of this. Especially back then. Right. You know, it's a little different now that you can kind of put out your own stuff. But back then it was, you're at the mercy of the record companies. And then on this day in the year 2000, Rage Against the Machine lead singer Zach De La Rocha quits the politically charged rock outfit, mm-hmm. releasing a statement saying, quote, our decision-making process has completely failed. It is no longer meeting the aspiration of all four of us collectively as a band. <sighs> and from my perspective, has undermined our artistic and political ideal. Dude. They were, they were a ticking time bomb. Dude, yeah. I was like, did you guys not see this coming from... Your music? Right. Imagine if they were playing now. Oh, my <laughs> Imagine. God. Imagine what the stuff would be that they would come out with. All right. And this day in regular history. Yes. In 2012, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen are honored for their work with fashion label The Row at the WSJ Magazine's Innovator of the Year Awards in New York City. Is it weird that when I was 20, I had a crush on them and they were 18? Oh, okay. Said they were 17. Okay. I thought you were about to say you had a crush on them no. when they were when they were little. And I always thought that Ashley was better looking than Mary Kate. There's always a prettier twin. I'm sorry if you're a twin out there. <laughs> you're really hard to tell. You're the prettier her. one. If you're listening right now, you're the prettier oh one. Oh my God. What if they're both listening? <sighs> on this day in 1992, first non-US team to win a World Series game, Toronto. And then actually they went on to do the unthinkable. With a tying run at third and two down. In the bottom of the 11th, 4 3 Blue Jays. John Smoltz, the pinch runner at third. Timlin. Nixon butts. Timlin on it. Throws to first. For the first time in history, the World Championship banner will fly north of the border. The Toronto Blue Jays are baseball's best in 1992. They went on to win the whole damn thing. Wow. But today was the first day that they won one of the games. Then, 1988, we actually talked about this yesterday, a TV sitcom got started for the first time. Jordan, you know this little this of number course, here? Of course, with the saxophone and the laughing. Yeah. My parents always told me that they would rather me watch Roseanne because it was real people than Full House because that's not how people live. Huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, because on this day in history, yesterday, so mm-hmm. October, what was that, 17th? Mm-hmm. Yes, October 17th in 2018, the Connors started. Yep. So That's weird good. how they worked that out. They did basically the same day. Mm-hmm. Then on this day in 1967, Walt Disney's Jungle Book film was released. So I found this thing. It's the Disney characters who made you hot and bothered. Oh, God. The top 10 list. Let me go to 10. <clears throat> 10. Milo from Atlantis. Dodger from Oliver and Company. Flynn from Tangled. Vixie from The Fox and the Hound. Jim from Treasure Planet. This is where it starts to get good. Roxanne from a Goofy movie. <laughs> Robin Hood. Okay. The like, Fox dude. Ariel from The Little Mermaid, which is always one. Hercules. And then Tarzan. Huh. According to BuzzFeed, Tarzan is the hottest Disney character that made the most people hot and bothered. Good job. I kind of liked Nala. Is that weird? From the Lion King? Yeah. Oh. She was so feminine. And then she was voiced by Beyonce. Okay. In the live action movie. Come on, man. Okay. Come on. Okay. Come on. All right. All right. Fine. 1963 on this day, Phyllis Set, a black and white female stray cat, becomes the first cat launched into space. And I don't know, Jordan, you're just going to love this lady's voice. All right. On launch day, Phyllis Set was placed into a capsule atop a rocket that could travel at five to six times the speed of sound. During her ascent, she bravely withstood forces of up to 9.5 G, becoming the first cat to experience the weightlessness of space. I'm sorry. Do you think Blanche could withstand 9.5 Gs? Well, here's the... I'm looking for it right now. Because back then, they didn't, like, send them back. No, no, no. She She came back? She came back in a little parachute. Oh, that's so beautiful. She went left and came back She parachuted back down. Shut they just sent animals out, out there, there to die <laughs> out space. But Felicite came back? Yes, she did. Yeah. Oh. I know. Oh. I watched the whole little video on it. She she came back. She oh. had to go through testing. They brought in, I think, 11 stray cats and tested them all, pitted them against each other, put them through actual astronaut testing, and they decided that she won, and it's rumored that the only reason she won is because she was the skinniest, and she could fit in the capsule. <laughs> and then six years later, we walk on the moon. Yes. Look at that, but that's because a cat paved the way. <laughs> All right. That is a very interesting fact about today. There you go. And then on this day in 1951, the studio for electronic music was established at the West German Broadcasting Facility in Cologne, making the first modern music studio. It's amazing. Well, (laughs) modern. It probably sounds better than the ones we have now. Probably. It probably is still around and still works. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. I looked it up and nice. it, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. They still they don't use it as much, but it's still around. That's amazing. On this day in 1867, the Alaska Purchase happens. U.S. takes formal possession of Alaska from Russia, having paid 7.2 million dollars in 1867. If I had a dollar for every time I looked at a map and went, "Why the hell is Alaska ours? Why do we own Alaska and Hawaii? They're just..." So far away. I understand. Oh, but Alaska's, why does Canada not own Alaska? I know. It's probably some political reason, and I don't like politics, so never mind. <laughs> this next thing from our day in history, it's kind of like, since it happened so long ago, you can't really you can't. There's no proof. It, but it's an interesting story. It is, a, it is an interesting story. So this day in 1776, in a bar decorated with bird tail in Elmsford, New York, a customer requests a glass full of, quote, those cocktails from bartender Betsy Flanagan. So it's a rumor, but you and I both looked it up. Apparently there were chicken farmers around this bar, Mm -hmm. and she would take their feathers and decorate the drinks with it. So then when men would come in, 
they'd say, hey, you guys want to drink some cocktails? They're probably and, being like weird men like men would be like now. Yes. But that's the appropriate way that you can say that word. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. So, so, right. So, yeah, but that was the first time, allegedly, again, this is so far back that nobody can confirm it. And there are a couple other stories of where the term cocktails came from, but... This is, but supposedly one this is one of them. Betsy Flanagan. She also has a Wikipedia page, and I don't. She's a Wikipedia page. Yeah. For, well, well she named the cocktail, Jordan. I Come on. Know. But the other, the other girl just wrote a letter to Abraham and Lincoln can... to grow his beard out. Anyway, continue. <laughs> on this day in 1767, the Mason-Dixon line, the boundary between Maryland and Pennsylvania, was agreed upon. That's right. J- uh, Charles Mason and Jeremiah Dixon. Nobody's named Jeremiah. Jeremiah Dixon. Complete their survey of the boundaries between the colonies of Pennsylvania and Maryland. And then a hundred and something years later, a little less than a hundred, becomes the line of the north and the south. There you go. In a horrible time that should have never happened. But we always fight with our family, don't we? That's how it always has to be. Mm -hmm. And then in local history, in 1847... Boatman's Bank in St. Louis is established. It is said to be the oldest bank west of the Mississippi River. That's right, 1847. It lasted until 1996. Can you imagine? I mean, that's 150 years that you've been using, or that bank has been open. Mm-hmm. It was bought by Bank of America. Uh, of course it was. So, I mean, I guess the building's still there, but it's not exactly what it is. So, Kansas City Star, 100 years ago. Yeah, you said there's some... Uh, Risque business happening. Yes, from the Society of the Suppression of Commercialized Vice, who, (laughs) if you do any research on that here in Kansas City, that was the moral police. And so, I believe it was on Monday, they sent the cops to the West Bottoms 100 years ago and said that these houses were of ill repute, like bad stuff was happening. Cops were like, nah, everything's fine, we checked it out, you're good, you're you're an idiot. (laughs) Uh, But in the end, they were right, there was some illegal gambling, obviously, Oh, going on in Kansas City a hundred years ago, and they were caught. And a nose for it. Take a listen to this. Hundred years ago, from the Kansas City Star today, uh, Friday, uh, October eighteenth, nineteen nineteen. Gamblers clear the cops as our vice situation is embarrassing. Closed until further notice. That order was circulated to gambling and resort keepers in Kansas City last night. Big games such as the Mansion Hotel at 1100 Baltimore Avenue and the Crescent Cigar Store 1200 Baltimore Avenue are now inactive. Roulette roulette wheels, gambling devices, and even racing sheets have been stored away until, quote, the storm blows over. The fact that these places exist isn't the cops' fault. Whenever a gambling house is held up or someone frequents whenever a house a gambling house or something is held up or somebody there is shot don't the police always try to run down the bandits so people still shooting each other all over the place here in kansas city a hundred years ago (laughs) um but yeah they're they closed and right now the mansion hotel is no longer there it's all this is in the pnl district the mansion hotel is where the kansas city design center is and the crescent cigar store is where the hotel phillips is. man these moral police are really starting to piss me off people are just trying to have some fun now i get it the whole shooting each other thing that's bad right but gambling come on Come on. It's illegal gambling. It's 100 years ago. I know. Come on. That's- well, look what's happening 100 years ago. All over. They're about to get rid of alcohol. <laughs> Deal. January 17th, mm-hmm. 1920. More police is going to have a time on their hands with that happening. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of it's. I find this super interesting to hear the stories of Kansas City before any of this happens. And then, you know, later 
next year we'll get into that. Getting, getting all I that fun, know. fun times. Yes, when, two unofficial holidays. Two of them, Chocolate Cupcake Day. Mm-hmm. So we did not uh, bring in our chocolate cupcakes, but we will get some later. And no beard day. So all you baby-faced people out there, today is your day. Are you a no-shave November dude? I used to, on October 31st, I would shave my beard completely, and then November, I wouldn't touch it at all. But I now realize I look like I'm 12 without my beard. You've never seen me without a beard. Neither has my girlfriend. Huh. Maybe we'll mix that up a little bit. Well, you don't have to. You sure? Yeah. Because I'm going to continue to shave my beard. (laughs) You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and friends on the bus. So it's no surprise that I love my cat. No, there's no surprise there at all to anyone listening. Right. He's my thing. He's my guy. He's my buddy. Do you, your girl, everybody knows that your girlfriend's name is Jess. Right. You guys have nicknames. Pet names. Yeah. Like? Uh, You know, like baby, babe, my love, mm-hmm. honey. These are the typical nicknames. Is it weird that I have nicknames for my cat? Oh, God. Are they... Cute, like, pet names that a relationship would do? Give me an example. I don't know. Here, I'm go- okay. So, the first one the Buzz family does know about, because I've talked about it before, I call him Baby. Okay, that's not bad. Okay. That's not bad. I walk in, and like that, he hears the high end of my voice, and he just comes running out, and he's like, hello, what's oh. going on? Baby. <laughs> but then I have three other really weird nicknames, and one came to me yesterday because of you. Because of me? Yeah, we'll get to that. My little surprise... Okay, that's it's my favorite. That's, that's cute. That's cute. I'll he give just, you that. Like, comes out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh my god, my little surprise! I'll give you that one. That's cute. My little carpet, because he's hairy. Okay, well, let's circle back to that one. Let me tell you why that one's not okay. I'll tell you why that one's not okay. My little carpet. He's a cat. He's furry. Any pet it's, is a giant carpet. It's a walking carpet. Jordan, there's another, na- there's another name used for cat. And it's sometimes I don't think that way to carpet. I don't think that way, even though okay. we have a story about boobs, <laughs> boobs, <laughs> local boobs, local boobs coming up in the news at seven o'clock. And the last nickname, which was inspired by you, is my dingling. My dingling. Oh, Chuck Berry. That's what I was calling him all this morning. I was like, my dingling, my like dingling. No. <laughs> no. Also, I looked that song up. Chuck Berry's talking about a bell. He has to say My that. My dingling. He has to say that, so that he doesn't get sued. It's a it's a song about a bell. I don't know how it could be about anything else. All right, and yeah, and all of your people on Craigslist are just trying to be friends, Jordan. Whatever, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Jordan Silver and friends news on ninety six five The Buzz. Free the nipple. Free the nipple. It's like now an actual thing in Manhattan, Kansas. Women are now legally allowed to go topless. There are some restrictions, though. Property owners and businesses may still require patrons to wear a shirt. But you can just walk around with no shirt on. Can you really? Yeah, a woman can. Oh, my God. I'm going to Manhattan, Kansas. Mm, Don't be a perv. That's That's not why people are doing this. Gosh, well, the government does state that they can still prosecute a topless woman who is, quote, acting in a lewd manner, which is still against state law. Acting in a lewd manner. So for me, that would be walking around topless at all because they just hang and drag and like sag. And this is what happens in your 30s. Dude, amazing local news. 
Did you hear the story about the guy that went missing in Lee's Summit? Did. Then the dirt bike guy? Uh, I didn't hear this part. Okay, dirt bike guy finds a car that had fallen like into a ravine. Oh, God. Goes to it, and the dude that was missing was still alive. He was unconscious, still it- alive, but he had been missing for seven days. Unconscious in a car? Yes. Oh, Seven days. God. He was still alive. He's still alive. He's in the hospital now. They're saying that he could survive. They don't know. That's so. insane. Seven days. Good job, dirt bike guy. No food, no anything. Just hanging there, too. Yeah. Wild. And uh, I was like, we should pray for him. I don't, I don't pray. But a new religious study finds that less than half of American adults attend church regularly. Believable. Or you can do the thing that my mom does and only goes for Christmas, Christmas and yeah. Easter. And Easter and resulted. Uh, 26% of Americans claim no religious affiliation at all. I do, though. I don't know if you know this. Do you really? I was raised Catholic. I did go to Catholic school. I was a Catholic school girl. <laughs> Get those fantasies out of your head, men. I am, uh, and women. I, <laughs> and women. I am uh, <laughs> not the kind of Catholic school girl you're thinking of, but I go to the Church of Taylor Swift. Okay. And you know who also okay. does that? You know who's a new okay. member of the Church of Taylor Swift? Who? Slim Fast. Is he really? Someone told me at the Rec on Tour show last night that he was like oogling this magazine that I have of her right here. I think his way of showing religious, you know, interest in the Taylor Swift and yours are very different. Is that why the pages are sticky? Mm. Let's move on to sports. This is Jordan Silver and Friends Sports with Dustin. All right, Jordan, let's get baseball out of the way. Uh-huh. Houston won last night 8-3, to and they lead the series 3-1. to the la- the, I don't want to say the last. Tonight they play at 6-0-8, and if they beat the Yankees, they will go to the World Series. That is who, at least last night, Jack and Lil' Jack from the Rack on Tours were cheering for. Houston? Yeah, and we, I've got them talking about some stuff, too. Awesome. They're, the they're a really good team. But baseball aside, let's talk football. Okay. So let's talk the good first. These are the pros. Meikle Hardman, Okay. He scores right here. Okay, first touchdown. That's our buddy. That's our buddy. We've met That's him. That's our guy. We touched him. Mahomes <laughs> throws, juggle, and a catch for the touchdown. McCole Hartman had it, lost it, had it, broke a tackle, and took it in. So he scored. That's the first touchdown the Denver Broncos, sorry, <coughs> the Denver Donkeys Thank you. have given up in the past nine quarters. Wow. So, you know, there's a plus. And then... Patrick got injured. Oh, yes, yes. I haven't we'll, heard. I, I will not watch this video. We'll come. We'll come back to that. I'll we'll circle back okay, because okay, once okay. Patrick was gone, defense stepped up big. Mm-hmm. Defense themselves scored a touchdown. Second down and what? nine here for what? the Broncos. Down by seven. Ball is out there for the Chiefs, and Raglan takes it in for the touchdown. Yes. By yes. And without Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs' defense has let us take it into the end zone. Wow. Defense scoring touchdowns. Wow. None of us could see this at the Midland because we weren't allowed to have our phones. I know. Damn. Oh, I don't know if I could do that, especially last night. But oh. other good news. Patrick Mahomes is the fastest quarterback to reach 7,500 passing yards. These are all great things, except he's injured. And he's injured, and it's very... Not, eh. Oh, Dude, it's bad. so when I went and got my knee stuff done, they said that it's a problem with kneecaps. My kneecaps too. Yeah. So I'm telling you, that is painful. It's just he dislocated his kneecap. Oh, he is keeping his his spirits high. Yes, he is. Yeah, he went into the locker room and he gave a little pep talk. He said, "Take care of yourself this weekend. Enjoy yourself. Be smart. We got more to go, baby." And then he said that, smiling, walking around, high fiving the guys. 
But the rest of the team said things like everybody knew something was wrong. Mm. Travis Kelsey was quoted saying his knee didn't even look like a knee. Oh, no, don't say that. So it's it's a scary time. Um, basically, the professionals say at minimum three weeks at maximum. That's a that's a that's a season. All right. That 26% of people that go to church, that is going to knock itself way up <laughs> here in Kansas City. Jordan Silver on 96.5. The Buzz. Dude. <laughs> Just dude. Last night, I was in the presence of Jack White. I know that he's good. I know that he's an incredible musician. I know he's done so many things to change up everything. Everything. I know that people look at him like God. Right. But being in the same room with him, it was, when I was watching him play, mm-hmm. I likened it to seeing John Lennon perform. You did. You texted me that. Yeah. You said, it's like I'm in the same room as him and then saw him perform. Yes. Yes. That was the best show. Musically, it was incredible. They're so tight. They don't use a set list. They just kind of pull whatever the hell they're going to play out of their butts. They don't use a set list? No. I mean, they know their songs. Yeah. So, like, you see Jack, like, run over to um, Brendan, and you're just, like, telling him what song to play next or, like, kind of make some motion to the drummer, like, this is what we're going to play next because they do it based on feeling. That's awesome. I mean, being in the same room with with Jack White, people were telling me on Instagram because, of course, I had to boast about it. (laughs) They're like, I'm so jealous of you. I'm like, I don't know how this is physically possible, but I am jealous of myself. Well, I mean, we talked about it last night. You texted me immediately. You're just going, that was insane. That was, and you said he was so genuine and nice. Nice and funny. Holy crap. He's funny too. Jack White is funny. (laughs) He just takes some of my stuff and makes these wonderful jokes. Oh, man. But then we also talked about music and we talked about baseball. And we'll get into that because I've got the interview coming up around 740. With the raconteurs. I mean, listen to my voice. I know. I, 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 Did you sing along to every song? It, no, because I, I, I probably looked like, if you saw me, I looked like I was having a bad time because I just was in such awe. You zoned. That I had, yeah, I had no control of what my face or hands were doing. They would finish a song and I couldn't even clap. Or they would be playing these Sick riffs, so tight, so good, amazing sounds, and I'm just shaking my head left and right. You know, you know that whole fear of missing out thing, FOMO or whatever. Oh yeah, you should have went. You, <laughs> suck. you suck for not going, man. That, I mean, they haven't been here since 2008, and God only knows if they're gonna come here again All right, for another Jordan, 10 years. Jordan, <laughs> sorry you missed out. But we're gonna play the Jack White interview coming up in a little bit. Oh my God, stuff well, going on. Those you know what? I'm not gonna miss Burr at the Zoo. So there's that. Yeah, did you go last year? I did. Really? Yeah. Wait, did you you went. Yeah, that I was, forget you were here. So that would have been one of your first bigger. It was my first bigger event. Holy crap! You and I were in the same place at the same time, and we didn't even know it. <sighs> did you go to the bathroom? Yeah, at the at well, we at the zoo last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the line like wrapped around so long, and that people <laughs> were going in the woods. Oh, is that yeah. Even I, women were just like, "I'm gonna pop a squat." This guy. You went in the woods. Went in the woods. Tickets are still available for Brew at the Zoo. They are. And they- Atlas Genius going to be playing that. Atlas Genius and Winnetka Bowling League. That's right. Yes. And then that same night tomorrow is also Grandson. So, you know, because I know that Stacky Moody over here, yeah. she's going to Grandson. Mm-hmm. Well, you and I are going to be brewing at the zoo. Brewing at the zoo. Uh, that sounds a little weird. Why? It's Nothing. only weird if you make it weird. I know. It'll okay. be a perv. And uh, 
I mean, this music is happening. Then we have Incubus on Monday. Mm-hmm. Shade on Tuesday. And then Liquid Lunch. Yeah. Liquid Lunch and the actual Shade concert. My God, we have so much going on. And then, you know, the Beast, Edge of Hell, all that stuff's going on this weekend, too. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have anything tonight. You know. Who doesn't have anything tonight? We live in Kansas City. There's something to do There's, every moment. I, I get it. Oh, I get man. it. But free shade. <laughs> that sounds weird, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, I'm like thinking about Jack White now, but we'll get to that coming up. But free shade. Free shade. Liquid Lunch with Jeremy. Tuesday, all the info, 965thebuzz.com. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the radio.com app. Religious experience, dude. Religious to see the raconteurs perform last night. I can only imagine. It, it was. You know how jealous I am of you? Well, you had tickets. You could have gone. You had to watch I the didn't Chiefs. I have tickets. Whatever. I had a ticket. Whatever. It was one of the most amazing things. And, you know, I was super nervous. I've never met Jack White before. And you never know when it comes to that level of an artist. You right. Know? You don't know how they're going to react to being interviewed. You know, they probably get interviewed every time they do a show. Yeah. So it gets, I'm probably gets old. There's this like psychological level that I go in with, with my interviews because they're giving us five, ten minutes of their time. And I want them to know how much I, I appreciate it. So like I do all this like studying and stuff like that before. Um, but it's. If you can have them trust you, then they open up right. a lot. And he was even cracking jokes, Jack White and Brendan Benson um, from the Rack on Tours last night. And I'd like to just play a couple little clips from the interview, play song, clip, song, clip, song, clip. But their live performance was like nothing I've ever seen before. My friend goes, are you having fun while I'm watching the Rack on Tours? And I'm like... I have no words to describe what I'm seeing right now, and I have to figure them out before I get on the radio tomorrow. But it's one of those and things. And you still have it. I still can't. <laughs> you still have it. I'm telling you, like, I was watch Jack White play the guitar and smile. He's been doing this for so long, and he was smiling and having fun with the audience and playing the piano and having so much fun. It was just infectious to see a man of that caliber, a man of that much integrity, Right. Musical integrity, just still having fun. You know? And, he's, and he, he, his personal life, he has fun. He mm -hmm. still goes to baseball games. He still tries to meet and greet with fans. He still does everything yeah. that artists who haven't been around forever do. You know, yep. new and upcoming artists try and do the same things. Jack White still does all that. Mm-hmm. And he does love baseball. And we'll get into no. baseball, though. We'll get into baseball in a little bit. But first, uh, I, I asked them about the fact that they are considered one of the best live bands you know, yeah, you, to see. Yeah. I asked him if there was any pressure with that, and then we kind of talk about the phones thing as well. Take a listen to this, my interview with Jack and Brendan from the Rack on Tours yesterday at the Midland. You guys are known as, like, one of the best bands there is live, and the, the no phones thing is incredible, too. Like, I'm so excited to be able to just, like, experience the show. Ooh. Do you guys feel any pressure, like, knowing that this people is not watching. a place? <laughs> yeah, 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 people are watching. You know. No, that's the whole point. And, that's, <laughs> yes. and in fact, that no, that pressure is... The opposite. I mean, it's. I think people watching means, all right, we're in. You know, we're we're in this together. It's. You know, otherwise, I feel pressure. You know, pressure to kind of compete with your phone or to maybe to get your attention somehow. Jump up and you know, what am I supposed to do here? Like, and you really can't compete with the phone. It's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, so. I didn't see anybody throwing any fits about their phones. They're no, just like, take it. No, they love it. That's they love it. it. Yeah, exactly. Everybody wins. Yeah. yeah, And it was one of the greatest experiences because you were so focused on what the band was doing. Right. And he makes a great point that 
I can go to concerts, and if the band's, I, I'm not, I hate sounding like an asshole, but I'm going to sound like an asshole. When the band's not doing something super over the top, you look around and people are looking at their phone. I mean, I'm even guilty of it. Dude, there was this weird thing I could feel in my head, and I'm sure most of the people did as well. The minute I got up to see the band, I felt chemicals in my brain wanting me to go for my phone. Right. Out of nowhere, I like to take a picture or right, just, like, to, just, just to be, yeah. look, oh my God, you know, put it on your store or whatever yeah, it is. But you couldn't because there was a little pouch that your phone was, was locked in and it was just so weird. You get used to it though. You're like, I don't care what time it is. I'm watching the Rack on Tours. So coming up, I've got a part of my interview where we talk about the fact that it's been 10 years and we also have a little bit where um, I asked them some questions about Kansas City and they have surprising answers. I was like, very first question. Word association, just one. I want to know your uh, your natural reaction. What is the first thing that comes to mind when I ask you, Jack White and Brendan Mason, oh, about Kansas City? When I say Kansas City, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Only one of them said barbecue. At some point last night, I was breathing the same air as Jack White and Brandon Mason from the Rack on Tours, and it was insane. They were so nice. The minute that they hopped into the little room that we were in, to have somebody, to be in the room with somebody that's that iconic, and them just straight up make you feel like you're a friend. I know, I know, I know. So, of course, I asked some Kansas City questions when I was talking to the tours backstage. First one, I wanted to do word association, just with the word, just with Kansas City. Because right. I wanted the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Because we're a great music town, we're a great barbecue town. We've had a lot of history, you know. Jack's from Detroit, so maybe it's music. This is what happened. I would really love like a natural reaction, just like off the cuff answer to one thing. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say Kansas City? Gangsters. 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 Jack Gangsters. Gangsters. Yes, and okay. Brendan says barbecue, which then they go into this whole spiel that um, I cut out because I don't want to make Kansas City mad. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. They like Memphis barbecue. I don't know. Oh, Jack White. Oh, I know. Jack White, what are we doing? But, Man, you know, on. this is one of the first... I, I hate how bands skip Kansas City. Like, you know, we get those tour announcements. Like, oh my God, this artist is coming. And then you look and you're like, there's no Kansas City date. Right. They'll go to places like Omaha. Right. But not Kansas City. And so I asked Jack White about that. Oh. I was like, how... Actually, just, just take a listen. A lot of bands kind of skip Kansas City mm. when they do tours. And I know that you guys aren't, like, working the phones and are, hi, all right, we're going to come play this venue or anything like that. But yeah. did you kind of, like, have any say in where you could stop? It happens like, throughout, like, even in the early van days up to bus tours and everything in between. There's these spots in America that sort of get left to the wayside, and it's a shame because it's all about drive times and... Things like that, and like say, all of Florida. So hard to get a gig in Florida when you're a band coming up you, you, mm -hmm. because if you play Miami, the next <laughs> yeah. gig is probably New Orleans. Mm -hmm. That's a long drive. So, if you usually people just like, well, don't even go down there, just go across because mm -hmm. you have to lose money or something like that, whatever the reasons are. But yeah, it, it, all those kind of places like Montana and Wyoming and things like that, where you it took me. 20 years to play all 50 states. Really? Yeah, I just did it last year for uh, the last five states I hadn't played. Was Montana the last? It was, uh, no, Montana was up, no, but North Dakota and Alaska. Okay. Nice. And, you know. Yeah. That's crazy. He's yeah. been doing it for so long, and it took him this long to do all 50 states, but it, 
I get it. Yeah. It's, it, they can't go from point A to point B without stopping. And so the Miami thing, that was that was crazy. I never understood that. So um, just interesting facts that we're learning from Jack White. From Jack White. From the tours. I got to chat with them backstage uh, yesterday. And I've got a clip, another clip coming up about baseball, of course. I just want to hear his opinion. Mm, I want to hear his take. We got that coming up next. Jordan Silver and Friends. That's what it sounded like yesterday. Just louder. <laughs> just louder. You could feel the bass drum and the drums just hitting your chest and you didn't care. You could die there. You didn't care. Raconteurs. Jordan. Oh I get it. I missed out. You missed out so hard, dude. And nobody else did. We all were there. The Buzz family was there representing at the show yesterday. Raconteurs. So good. And I got to talk to Jack White backstage a little bit and Brandon Benson and uh, it was funny because little Jack the bass player right it's kind of snuck into the room because he was having weird Wi-Fi problems and he's like this is the only room where this works and he has his little iPad he's a little like nerdy guy cutest guy in the entire world and he's like I just want to see where the, where we're at with this score for the game for the uh, for the um, the Yankees game yesterday yeah the Yankees Astros yeah Yankees Astros and I was like who you got and he goes oh the Astros I was like okay I'm gonna keep my mouth shut right now um but we started talking about baseball movies. Yeah. And he said that his favorite is Eight Men Out. This okay. would be Lil' Jack. Okay. And I was like, well, what about Field of Dreams? And he's like, Big Jack will say Field of Dreams is the greatest baseball movie. But, hmm. uh, you know. Big Jack and Little Jack. That's yeah. funny. So at one point, at the very end of the interview, and again, I'm going to upload all of this on YouTube and send out the link as well so you can see the whole thing. At the very end of the interview, Jack goes, okay, so you can quote all of a league of their own and i said yes and so i started and him and i quote this specific part in the movie together no way it's beautiful you and jack white yes he he knows this part too in a league of their own i will put that up but um of course i had to ask him about who he's got for the world series right and this is what jack said who do you have for the world series little jack was in here it's tough one because I thought the Dodgers were going to go all the way. So I think the Nationals have kind of thrown a little monkey wrench into works, and it, it seems like they're just kind of plowing through like a bulldozer. I guess I'm going to have to say if I had to predict what Monday bet, I would bet on the Nationals then because they got some new fire underneath them. That's right. That's the right. Astros pitching is pretty incredible. So. All right, there we go. That's where you're going to put your money. Put your money where your mouth is. Put your money on the Nationals. That's right. And uh, one more thing that I had with Jack White, and there's a couple more questions, too, that are on this, and I'll put it on the uh, the Buzz's YouTube for you to check out the whole entire video. But I was asking him about the music and the 10-year gap between right. when the last album came out. And uh, I asked him if anybody gave them any kind of pressure, you know? And... Uh, they're pretty funny. Take a listen to this. Well, the label has been, <laughs> the label has been uh, something to reckon with. A okay. very hard to deal with. Hard to deal with. Yeah. Not nice people. Not just not nice people. Third man records. They're called third man records. And, um, that guy, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, pressure, um, I, I felt a little pressure. Not very much at all, really, at all, though. But, you know, there were times where I thought, God, yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time. This you know. I don't know. I hope this record's really good. I hope it stands up to you know. And, oh, and, our, fan, and our fans are are kind of rabid fans. They're awesome. They're like super loyal and um, so I, I think they. I think you know partly we love anything we do, <laughs> but also I think we. I think I feel like in the end we made a really good record. That's awesome. you know, like you say. I think it. I think it's 
actually harkens back to our first record. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great to see a band care so much about the actual music that the integrity stays. Yeah. You know, and so, I mean, you guys do that. Yeah. I, I heard other people interviewing you and being like, well, it took the 10 year gap. And you guys are like, leave us alone. We didn't have the music yet. It wasn't there yet. It's just kind of time flew by. I didn't even realize. I think because there have been records that, that took up so much of not my, just my time, but everyone in our world's time, it became a whole new institution and that kind of distracted a lot of things. And there was a new band, Dead Mother, came into the mix too. So I think everything got kind of pushed aside for a second. Jack White is a god. The Rap <laughs> are the best say. band that there ever was. He's the nicest man. It was like watching John Lennon. Everyone will agree. No one was bored. The phones thing was incredible. More bands should do that. And I'll have this full interview up on the Buzz's YouTube coming up. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Every job has its penalties if you screw up. You know, like... If we swear on the radio and we let it go all the way through, you'll get skinned alive. Here. That's a, that's that's a big one. Yeah. You don't even get to say goodbye to your family. You did. <laughs> well, a Florida cop pushed a suspect off the roof. This is actual body camera footage right now. Yeah, now you have no choice to jump down, right? Now you have no choice. You better jump. You better jump. Go through the window, bro. Go, hey. All right. Hey, I'm down. Oh, man. Another officer tases him when he's down. Dude, he just got pushed off a roof. I mean, I... Whatever. I know, I know. And then what happens to the officer is he gets an eight-hour suspension and four-fifths of vacation day. Eight-hour suspension and four-fifths of vacation day? That was his punishment. But if I say S on the radio... You better then- not. <laughs> I will skin you alive. I will get skinned alive. That's the end of this radio show. Very, very, very fast. Um, okay, so... Uh, what you feed your baby is really important. Right. They have their own special water. You know, people are very careful about that. Well, this new study came out that is not that positive. Researchers tested 61 brands of baby food purchased right off the shelves from 17 grocery stores. Some of the biggest offenders, fruit juices and teething biscuits, along with rice-based foods like puffs and cereal. Buddy, they found... Four heavy metals in the baby food. Oh, my God. Arsenic, lead, mercury, and uh, nope. <laughs> Something else. They found three and then one unpronounceable metal in the Four food. Four metals? Metal. metal. Me- wasn't there just a story this week about metal being in Taco Bell meat, too? Yeah, but we're adults. Those That's are true. babies. That's true. That's, no, you're, you're right. The developing brain, the developing everything. Exposure to these heavy metals can result in lower IQs. Don't make a joke about heavy metal music. Heavy metal and IQ have a, uh, have a correlation. <laughs> All right, Dan, I will continue with our prayer narc. The Vatican wants you to buy this thing. It's a smart rosary. Back in my day and everybody else's day, you had this little thing and then you would sit there and put your fingers on the different pearls on it and be like, yeah, I just did two Hail Marys. Now I did three. Now I did four. So the, the, each pearl is a different prayer. prayer. Yes. Gotcha. At least in the Catholic religion. I don't know about anything else. Um, well, for $110, you can get an e-rosary from the Vatican and it will count your prayers. No. Yeah, it counts your prayers so it keeps track. I wonder if they yeah. keep a, give you a call like, hey, buddy. Seen you haven't prayed in a while. Yeah, it's like that's the one thing. It's supposed to be 
on your own, like a, your own accord. You're supposed to, you know. But. Yeah, when you got the time. Oh, man. Yeah. What a narc. Oh, prayer narc, but you've got sports. I've got sports. All right. This is Jordan Silver and Friends Sports with Dustin. All right, so let's start with some baseball talk since we talked about Jack White and yep. Jack White's pulling for the Astros in this series. Mm-hmm. Here is a little, little tease of what happened last night. That ball's drilled the left field. It sends Gardner back at the wall. It's gone. A three-run shot from George Springer, and the Yankees fall behind 3-1. Oh, the Yankees fell behind 3-1, and boy, did they not catch up. They ended up losing 8-3, and they lo- they're losing the series 3-1. Last game's going to be tonight at 6-08. I hey, say last game because I'm it. convinced the Yankees aren't going to pull this out. Dude, I just got a deja vu, a deja vu moment. Yeah. You did the same thing with Stacey Moody earlier this yeah. week. Yeah. Like, yeah. Your last game. Cardinals aren't winning. That's fine. It's fine. That's it's fine. It's fine. It's mm-hmm. fine. Jack White says they'll win, so they'll win. But also... Yeah. So put your money on that. I, like we said, I can keep beating up the Patrick... Mahomes saying him getting injured and things like that. You want to listen? We talked about that at length earlier in the podcast. Just on that yeah, later. Yeah. Well, let's focus on the positives. Focus on the positive. Defense got nine sacks. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, defense had a touchdown. Tyreek Hill. Here's Tyreek Hill. Moore steps up, floats it. Hill behind the defense. He is gone for the touchdown. Tyreek Hill making plays as usual, right. even with a replacement quarterback. But, uh, Jordan, I found this article very interesting. As I scroll through my Twitter trying to find out what's going on with Patrick Mahomes, Mm -hmm. I read a headline from the Kansas City Star that says Tyreek Hill scored his first touchdown of the season on this pass from Matt Moore. That's not true. Yeah. It's unlikely anyone would have guessed that Chiefs receiver Tyreek Hill's first touchdown catch of the 2019 season would come off a pass from anyone other than Patrick Mahomes. He had two Two, last weekend. Two last weekend. And he did a backflip. Yeah. Whoa, that's some misinformation. Oh, Kansas City Star, man. Oh. Why you come here for your sports? Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on the bus. I know you're not going to remember these because you weren't even born, but there were these uh, old Calvin Klein commercials where um, it, there was just these commercials that people didn't understand. It was black and white. Something weird was just going on. It was like, obsession. Like someone would be picking a flower and then two people would be making out really fast, like clips okay, of it. Okay, and then. And then like a baby being born and then a unicorn dancing and then it just says, obsession. Calvin <laughs> Klein. I need to show you some of those. Oh my I'm God, sure did we, it work? Of course. I even bought obsession. There you go. CK1, CKB. Mm. Good mm. smells. Now I can't smell it. I can't. It makes me want to vomit because it reminds me of my childhood. What do you wear? Do you wear a scent? I don't wear cologne. Really? Mm mm. Mm. I wear deodorant. Don't worry. Thank you. We're covered there. Thank you. Now, uh, the girlfriend says that she's going to buy me cologne for Christmas because she thinks that it is a necessity for men to wear cologne. Ah, I wear it anytime I go out. Do you really? Yeah. You always smell Fahrenheit. nice. Fahrenheit. You Thank always you smell much. nice. I wear something called Fahrenheit. <laughs> Don't say 911. Okay, so your phone is... A, our phones are like giant CVS receipts. Right. It tracks every little thing that we do. And there's not like this is the same iPhone 10 that I've had for two years. Okay, <laughs> two years. I don't drop it. It's got a case. It's good. There's no scratches on the screen. There's no cracks on the screen. But for some strange reason, then in this past week, it has been pocket dialing. I, I want to say people, but it's not. It's the same person. And I'm not left up 
like texting someone and then putting it in my pocket without closing it right. so that the screen goes black so that it shouldn't be able to do anything. Okay, so who, who is the person? Is it someone that's on your recent or in your favorites or something like that? Uh, it is uh, somebody that I'm going on a date with. <laughs> oh, God. And, like, we don't even know each other. Oh, God. Right, and it FaceTimes sometimes. Oh, God. And it's in my pocket. Oh. Why? Like, dude, I have what hundreds, hundreds of contacts. In what if you're talking phone. about her? What if you're talking know. about their date and you're you're talking about all that? I mean, given we talk about it on air, but there's some things you don't share. Hundreds of contacts in my telephone, right? Hundreds. Look at this. Scroll. Hundreds. Why couldn't it call mom or Josh O? I don't even know who the hell that is. Or Cal. Like, that's what I was obviously drunk when I answered that in my phone. Um, or Chris Kringle, Santa. Why couldn't it call, um, let's get moving Casey, who moved me into my apartment? It could call anyone. Boop. And it, that, her. Did that happen to you her. a lot? Because I feel like that happens to me a lot. Why is it the one person that you don't like? I have to. It happens to you a lot? I have to check my phone. So I have this problem where I'll start talking with someone or gossiping, and then in the middle <laughs> Wait, of the conversation. you gossip? <laughs> I do. <laughs> do you really? I spill the tea. Oh my God. Um, in the middle of a conversation, I'll pull my phone out. And people have called me out on it. I'll pull my phone out and look at my phone. And they're like, what are you, what are you doing? And I said, I just want to make sure that I'm not calling someone. Because <sighs> that's the person that it right. calls. Oh, I know. It's always that person. I know. Yeah. Or I've text messaged the wrong person. Texted someone, been like, hey, uh, can't wait to see you tonight. And then you start saying some mm-hmm, mm-hmm, things. And it ends up being their parent. Oh, oh. oh, dude, my friend has a funny story. Oh, my God, I'm going to totally tell this. She's going to kill me. I won't name her, obviously. So her dad was cheating on her mom. And he put his girlfriend's... Oh, I can't believe I'm telling this story. He put his side chick's name and phone number in under his daughter, under my friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he sent one of those... Pictures, an intimate photo. Oh no! That's the worst story oh. ever. Jordan Silver on ninety six five. The Buzz. Awesome. That was really good. Yeah, K Flay with sister Jordan Silver and friends ninety six five. The Buzz. I loved that. I love K Flay. Blood in the cut. That woman can write some music. So I was reading on this because you know you don't really hear someone say I want to be your sister. Right. You know, um, but it is actually like a family thing. That she was looking for. And in an interview with Alt Press, she said, When my mom married my second dad, I went from being an only child to having a brother and sister. It felt warmer all of a sudden, but she kept remembering the fact that she was just their stepsister and wanted to be their real sister. Aww. That's sweet. It's sweet that she did an entire song about it, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It's the emotions that you write your songs about. I would always write songs about strangling my exes. Stop it. Follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. J-O-R-D-I-N-Silver. I've been to the Midland a couple times, but it's so beautiful. Isn't it? You can't. It's just a very gorgeous venue. And, like, I was looking up at the ceiling, right? And there's all these chandeliers, these beautiful chandeliers with pearls, and they're 8,000 feet in, in on the ceiling. And you just look around the chandelier and paint it on the ceiling is this ornate beautiful pattern and then around that there's another beautiful pattern and you look at the woodwork at the midland and you're like why don't we make stuff like this anymore it's like they made this a hundred years ago and it was probably a lot harder to make it a hundred years ago but they could make such but they did it and they made it look 
Nice. I mean, I I spent a good portion of the time between when the opening band and the Raconteur started last night just looking up with my mouth open at how bleeping beautiful the Uh, Midland is. Where was it? Oh, the Union Station. When you and I went there. It's another one of those old buildings, and they just, it's architecture. Ah, this city's got so much of it, and it's so underappreciated, but the Midland. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite places to see a concert at, because it's small enough to where you, you know, you feel everyone's kind of involved. That's small. Mm, smaller. Mm. <laughs> to me, that's like a medium-sized venue. To okay. me, just okay, to me medium, personally. Medium. I mean, it's got a balcony. I'll give you that. Yeah, and then back there, there's... That little lip at the very top. That little lip. Or, yeah, where everybody was standing. Is Why don't we make stuff like that anymore? Why does everything have to be minimalist? <laughs> I mean, God. Damn so this generation. Beautiful. And then one of my friends was telling me that during a concert at the Midland a couple years ago, I can't remember the name of the band, but one of the guitar players jumped over to the woodwork on the side, the left side of the stage, and started climbing up it. R- yeah. And no started way. playing with the guitar and started playing the guitar up there, and I believe my friend, so... Just we have to make sure to keep kitten away from there because oh yeah Chloe would just, oh yeah <laughs> yeah especially now that you've said it mm-hmm. now they got ideas I was just look <laughs> I guess I am kind of like an old person it was funny because somebody left a comment about our show which I think was they want obviously they wanted it to be an insult but I took it as a compliment a wicked compliment your show is awful it's like listening to your two grandmothers bridge club get excited over a new Joann's getting ready to open. It makes NPR sound wild. But I'm I'm at the Midland and I'm looking up and I'm like, man, I wonder if that's ever been cleaned. I wonder if that's <laughs> ever been cleaned. Because it's so How far How do they clean that? How do you do it? Huh. You can't get like one of those Swiffer things that like pick up dust as long. You just keep pulling it forever, and pulling it. Forever. It's hundreds of feet. I don't know what feet are. As far, I mean, I know what right. feet are, but like, I have no idea how to guesstimate where the ceiling is versus the floor. It's just so beautiful. And we're going to be there on Sunday, next Sunday, the 27th. Mm. Oh, yeah, you're not. That's right. you got to do, oh, do a boyfriend thing. I always have to do boyfriend I should duties. probably, hold on. I should probably rephrase that. I have to do relationship duties. Okay, yeah. It's a good way to <laughs> put was, them. Because it sounded like you were dating a guy, which is totally fine. You know I'm okay with that. You would be. Yes, I know. but I love your girlfriend. I'm going to see um, a drag queen. At uh, the Folly Theater, I believe, is mm-hmm. where they're performing. But yes, yeah, so I will be missing the basic witch party. Dude. With Matt and Kim. Lame. And, and that, Beach Goons. La- that lame was you, not know. Matt and Kim. And Beach Goons. I know. It'll be a fun show. I'm really, but relationship duties. Right. You got to I drag her to all this, this stuff, the buzz stuff. And, yep. You know, I don't know that she listens to everything that we listen to. So when she says it's something she's very passionate about, she loves this drag queen. It's her favorite person in the whole wide world. She's so excited. I said, okay, I can make the sacrifice. I just got this weird twinge in my head, and I think it was a psychic connection from Laszlo. All it said, I just got this, like, it said whipped. Yeah. Whipped. Yeah. <laughs> whipped. Like Laszlo in all caps. sending me some, like, psychic energy that's like, tell this guy he's whipped. <laughs> I just, I can feel that. Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5. The Buzz. That song goes on forever. It feels like it. Forever and then a day. It does. It does. I'm like so tired now. <laughs> I'm so glad the journey's taken over the 90s at 9 coming up next because I jack whited too much. Did you? I don't know what that exactly means. It means my face literally You know what though? Off. The Buzz family knows what that means. Yeah, because they were there. 
there. Right. We were all there. It was the most incredible thing. Dude, it was so hard to leave at what it felt like was 10 o'clock. Well. Because we didn't have. We didn't oh, have I forget. I, I keep forgetting you guys didn't have phones. That's so yeah, bizarre to me. I had no idea what time it was, but like the show had another hour and it was like all these amazing songs. But I was like, if I don't get some sleep, I will die. I will die. I will die. And it was funny because a couple of members of the bus family were like, what are you still doing here? I'm like, I can't leave this. It's insane. <laughs> don't don't act like my mom. You're not my mom. Yeah, you're not my mom. I wish they were. <laughs> anyway, um, but my interview with Jack White, we took it. We took a video of it, and I'm going to have that up today. I'll uh, tweet out the link there you go. and all that fun stuff. It was great chatting with him and uh, Brendan Benson this weekend. Brew at the zoo. I'll be there. You'll be there. Mm-hmm. We'll see y'all at Brew at the Zoo. It's supposed to rain earlier in the day, but not... I was going to say that I might try the next thing I go to not having my phone out. Just try it. And then I remember that it was Brew at the Zoo. And <laughs> Maybe try that at something else. But but yeah, no, I don't... It is really hard um, to not have your phone. It was funny because I remember last year, it was really cold for Brew at the Zoo. Mm-hmm. I went with Jeremy and uh, I was like, oh my God, it's freezing. It doesn't get any colder than this here. In Kansas City, does oh, it? Because I'd only been here for a month. Okay, yeah, and I was going to say, I've, I remember Bird Zoo wasn't that bad. <laughs> she's like, bitch, just wait till February. Ooh, 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 ooh. Mm. And next week, I want to go over some stuff like the things that we have. I'll look at my bank account. I'll know how much money I'm spending. And then all of a sudden, all this money will be gone. Because I have so many subscription things that I forget yes! about. Yes! Oh my God! I did it yesterday. Because it's like the fifteenth, sixteenth around that time. Yeah. I looked at my bank account and I said, "Whoa, whoa! That is a lot less money than was in there six hours ago." But it's things that you forget. Yes. Like I have something for my TV to save backgrounds because it's one of those TVs that displays art. Okay. Like that comes out of my bank account. So this weekend, will you go over? Just all the weird mine? stuff that comes out every month. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. So we can put that all together. My whole paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we have um, Basic Witch next week as well. We're talking about a bunch of tickets, too. Oh, my nice. God, my brain sounds like mush. I'm just going to... Let's hand it over to Journey. Journey can have it. Yant too. Yant too. Say gang, gang, gang. If you need your Jordan Silver and Friends fix during the weekend, check out Jordan's Instagram at J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.